Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wake up! Would you rather I yell at you or just let the music go? People must hate me for that reason. Jay, would you hate me if, let's just say for the sake of argument, you didn't work on this show, which of course you're never allowed to do from now until the end of time, but you didn't work on this show and instead you were one of those people who woke up at 5 a.m. Eastern time or 4 a.m. Central time and... I don't know if people still do this. Do people still have clock radios? <laughs> to wake up? <laughs> I actually do have a clock radio in my room, but here's how much I use. Well, first of all, I never use the radio, but the clock never got turned back in the fall. Fall back, yeah. Clock never got turned back in the fall, and so it's an hour ahead, and I just leave it that oh way. Oh, my gosh. That would mess me up all day. <laughs> really? It would screw with me. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm like, oh, wait, I mean, mind. I know it's an hour ahead, so I just do it in my brain, and whatever. It's like the first thing I do in my car clock is when, because mine doesn't automatically go back. I have to do it. So mm-hmm. I'll, the first thing, right when it, right. it messes me up. Yes. Well, Princess Leia, I have to autom- like manually change it. It doesn't automatically change. But the clock radio in my room is not, it's operational, but the most in, the most I ever pay attention to it is when the power goes out and it starts blinking. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. And the green light just blink, 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 blink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, clock radios. If there's anybody out there who still uses the clock radio, would that be just the rudest awakening? Would you hate me? I kind of would like it. Because, see, I'm like, I would be like, let's go. Bang. Like, start the day. <laughs> right into it. No, let's rock. Wouldn't. Wolf mother. Come no, on. No, you wouldn't. There are times, multiple times in the past, where I get a phone call and you've just woken up. And that is not how you wake mm, up. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, especially on a manic Monday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are buried. We're knee deep in it now as we come out of Wild Card Weekend. And all I'm asking... All I'm asking, football, is if you just don't inundate us with the news that we had last week. But I have a feeling it's going to happen. Because teams are admonished by the league, and this is a real thing. I'm not making this up. Teams are admonished by the NFL. Don't upstage our games with your news. Meaning, last week when Vrabel was fired on Tuesday, there was a reason for it, right? The college football national championship was taking place that the night before. The NFL and college football, they try to work together, right? So the NFL doesn't hold games on Saturdays until the season is done, blah, blah, blah. Don't upstage our action. So last Tuesday, it started a waterfall of, of shockers, 
stunners from the waterfall, the football waterfall. We had Mike Vrabel on Tuesday. We had Pete Carroll and Nick Saban on Wednesday. We had Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft on Thursday. Then we had the Alabama hire over the weekend, right? So that actually got lost a little bit, I think, just in everything that was happening with the NFL. It's kind of odd. You don't generally get an introductory press conference on the weekend, but Alabama does what it wants. <laughs> College football belongs to Alabama. It's, it's you know, it's, it's Tuscaloosa's world. We're just living in it. They do what they want. Uh, and so that was kind of happening over the weekend. And the dominoes falling in college football. Now you had these three consecutive days of wild card games where, yes, there are interviews going on, but teams are, they're not supposed to be announcing big hires or big news on the same day as a game because the NFL doesn't want the headlines to be stolen away from the action on the field. Strongly worded emails land in your inbox if you do that. Speaking of strongly worded emails, uh, Eagles fans may have some for Nick Sirianni. Do people still email coaches? I know that I still get emails telling me that I'm the worst host in the history of the world. So, or giving me advice about how to handle my show. I get emails because we have emails. I think, right. So we have on our CBS Sports Radio website, I probably shouldn't share this. We have some type of a contact us Mm -hmm. option. And there are times where. David, our PD, program director, will pass along emails. People write to me with all kinds of suggestions. Everything from something to do with my house to how to host my show. In fact, that's how the Peach Belt Conference got in touch with me. Not on Twitter or Facebook, but the assistant commissioner of the Peach Belt Conference got in touch with me via the Contact Us button on our website, and that's how I got invited to be the keynote speaker at next week's conference. Wow, look at that. So it I know. works. Well, one time it worked. <laughs> <laughs> one time it was something positive. So I wonder how many strongly worded emails are going the direction of Nick Sirianni. I hope he doesn't have a Facebook page, or if he does, I hope the messages are turned off. his DMs are not open. Yeah. <laughs> because this was an epic collapse by the Eagles. They were 10 and 1, and then they weren't. They were 10 and 1 until they lost, what, six of their last seven games. They fell out of the lead in the NFC East. They tumbled all the way to number five. They won on the road, and then they got blasted by the Bucks. This was the final and most depressing chapter. For the Eagles, if you're a fan. And I'm not saying the Bucs aren't a good team. Only that the Bucs themselves have been on some kind of an interesting journey where the defense has kept them in games until the offense could find its footing. And so, to lose to the Buccaneers in Tampa is just adding insult to injury. Oh, even worse, to have your tush push stopped on the half-yard line so that you don't get the two-point conversion. Although, to be fair, one of the Buccaneers had two hands on Jalen Hurts' face mask. It was just grabbing him and pulling him backward. Not sure how that was missed, but it was. Adding insult to injury. The Eagles are ousted, and it's not close. It wasn't competitive. Here's one stat I could give you 
many, but here's one that just blows me away. These are the Eagles. They were the NFC champions. 0 for 11 on third and fourth down. Yes, the Todd Bowles Buccaneers defense, or as my sheet says here, Jay, the Todd Bowles. Does it? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's blame that on Not the intern. Something the intern was typing up names. Uh, the the Todd Bowles defense has been really good at the line of scrimmage, and they've been um, made a point of stopping the run. So I get it. The defense is a tough challenge, but over eleven on third and fourth down. A lot of times they were in long, longer yardage situations on third down. Jalen Hurts was getting blitzed. He was getting harassed. He was getting chased. It's not long ago that we would have said the Eagles' offensive line was one of the best in the business and maybe the strength of their team. But that is not the case anymore. Certainly not the case in this last month and a half. So this is embarrassing for the Eagles. Now, does that mean Nick Sirianni should fear for his job? Please make me roll my eyes. I I would be stunned, stunned if the Eagles made a change at head coach. And I think it would be dumb to do so. They've been to the playoffs all three years under Nick Sirianni. They just changed coordinators. I, I don't love the Matt Patricia piece. This may be the last stop for Matt Patricia. Unless he goes with Belichick to wherever Belichick lands. But either way, this this was a stunning collapse. And Nick Sirianni, right on the heels of this loss to the Bucks, was asked about his future. There's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. I didn't know he was going anywhere. I didn't know that. Nah. Where's the confidence level in him then to, to fix this team? I have everybody. I have a ton of confidence in, um, in everyone in this building. Um, it's just a matter of us going out there and playing clean football. That's been something that we have not done, you know. I would agree with Jalen. And, of course, he's part of the issue. A lot of turnovers. A lot of issues in the red zone. They've been good on goal-to-go situations, but you're not always right on the goal line when you're in the red zone. And could they have tackled any more poorly than they did against the Buccaneers? 157 yards after the catch by the Bucs. By the way, this is a Bucs team that couldn't even score a touchdown against the Panthers last week. Was it last week? Man, that feels like a long time ago. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. How do you fix the Eagles? That's the question. A lot of people calling for the ouster of Sirianni. I think that would be a rash decision and one made by fans, not by Howie Roseman and the front office, but certainly there's a lot to address in the off season. We were just a little out of sync, obviously. Um, You know, we had the big play to Devante. Besides that, we were just a little bit out of flow. That's always going to start with me. Uh, Wasn't good enough. Um, Obviously we're not putting them in good enough positions. Whenever you're out of flow like that and not in sync, like we were, um, it's going to be hard to get your, get your carries when you're behind the sticks and we had a two-minute drive there as well. So, hey, listen, uh, we need to we need to be able to run it more. Obviously, we we weren't able to today to get into a flow, and that's that's on me. 
Who are the Eagles? That's a good question. Is that kind of felt like this year they didn't have the identity. They didn't have that confidence in who they were and who they wanted to be when they got out there on the field. A.J. Brown was missing in this game. That's obviously a big deal, but I don't think he would have made enough of a difference. As Sirianni points out, they couldn't get a whole lot done on the ground, and they were playing from behind. And I don't just mean score. They were playing catch-up. They were playing from behind. They were playing a game really dictated by the Bucks all evening. But why? That's the question. <laughs> why? How did this happen? And what do the Eagles need to do moving forward? For us to put the output that we want on the field, obviously have the results that we want and have the opportunities we want, um, it takes consistency in that. Um, there's no point to identity, um, no more than execution. Um, the reality is we have to um, we have to be better, you know, and that starts with me. It's one of those things where, um, you know, you never expect it to – Never expect it to end. You never know when it's going to end. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always super disappointed when it does, whether it's, you know, regular season, postseason, Super Bowl. You know, it's never fun to uh, know that this is going to be the last time with the group of guys that are in this locker room, you know. Got respect for each and every one of the people in this in this room, in this, uh, you know, the organization. And, uh, you know, we're going to find a way to uh, come out stronger. Dallas Goddard with the only touchdown for the Eagles. On Monday night, Buccaneers, meanwhile, looking like world beaters on offense. And honestly, a lot of it was the missed tackles. There are problems on both sides of the ball. So that's the Eagles question. And and how do you fix it? So we'll ask John Kincaid. He'll help us deliver the Eagles eulogy. The 2023 eulogy coming up in, hmm, We'll call it 25 minutes here on CBS Sports Radio. As for the Buccaneers, I have done a complete 180 on Baker Mayfield. I used to roll my eyes at him. I was so snarky and sarcastic about Baker, and I'm not sorry. (laughs) He was cocky. He was cocksure. He was arrogant and annoying. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. (laughs) It was all about Baker, always. And not just that, but his whole social media persona was just social media, the podcast, all that jazz. It just oozed arrogance. I would love to show up to somebody's cubicle and just boo the (laughs) shit out of him. He cared so much what people thought of him. Again, it was all about Baker. And then he got humbled, which is not a bad thing for any of us ever in our lifetimes. I suck today. We suck today. It was awful. He became more accountable after he got dumped by the Browns. And I don't love how they handle their business. I don't. But that's what happened. He got dumped. He didn't get picked up by the team he wanted, which I think at the time, remember, he said he'd love to be an Indy. Maybe he dodged a bullet there. Goes to Carolina. That doesn't work. Ends up in L.A., but only to keep the seat warm for Matthew Stafford. And then gets... A one-year deal, which is kind of an insult for a quarterback in the NFL. It, I mean, it puts you in a lower-level tier, does it not? If you get a one-year prove-it deal as a quarterback, this is a number one pick, a Heisman Trophy winner. 
Are you kidding me? And yet, this Baker Mayfield, he's a better leader. He takes nothing for granted. He's wiser. There's no doubt that the last two years, they've changed him. He's still a warrior. He still, for some reason, desires to bang helmet. Well, to bang the helmet of his offensive lineman when he's got no helmet on. I feel like the the independent spotter should be flagging that. <laughs> should probably keep an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up. Maybe that's why he's mellowed. Maybe. Maybe he's, things are moving around in there. Uh, he, I, I like this Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't say he's a top 10 quarterback, but I would say he'll give you 110%. He can still make most of the throws on the field. And I love the connection that he's established with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Kate Otten. I mean, he's, he's worked hard with these guys. These are no longer the Bruce and Brady Bucks. This is Bowles and Baker. But they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I know it sounds crazy. They don't get the headlines they used to. It's not as flashy. They're not on national TV because it's not the greatest quarterback of all time. But they've now won six of their last seven. They're into the divisional round. They ousted the reigning NFC champions, and it wasn't close. It's a new day. Baker's back from wandering the wilderness in the NFL, and Todd Bowles has reestablished himself. There's no hot seat for Todd Bowles. It's good to know you won't go 0-17. Uh, good for the Bucks. I mean, they've had to remake themselves, their identity, and certainly the personnel since the Super Bowls. But, I mean, this is a fun story. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, they're raving about Baker, who had ribs and ankles and aches and pains and three touchdowns and over 330 yards. I said immediately after the game, we, we worked extremely hard to get a chance to be in the playoffs, and uh, we just wanted an opportunity, and our guys came out and played really, really well. Special teams, defense. Once again, Chase is a stud. Defense played lights out. Um, yeah, yeah we, we should have had a lot more points on offense, but uh, we did just enough to get the win tonight. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy, but uh, still got more to go. He's a dog. Um, no, he's a super tough guy, incredible competitor. Um, you know, he's been doing everything he can to be out there with us, so um, it's, it's awesome to see. Sometimes that's just what you need in your locker room. You can use that chip. You can use that energy. You can use that determination. And, honestly, for Baker – it's got to be double what it used to be because now he's out to prove to everybody. One of his touchdown passes is a candidate for TD of the week. This is the Trey Palmer 56-yarder. And <laughs> I don't know if he got this from Baker Mayfield. Maybe Baker came after him to headbutt him with no helmet. Uh, but Palmer, he was playing with a different kind of a tood. It's just in my mood. Like, I just woke up mad at Like, I don't like birds, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Trey Palmer doesn't like birds. <laughs> what do you got against birds? What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what he Did meant. Did a bird poop on your car? Poop on you? I once went to a concert, an outdoor concert. Actually, I think it was at Gillette Stadium. I was at an outdoor concert at a big stadium that I remember, and a bird pooped on my arm. 
No joke. The they, bird, it's not like the bird was right above me either. Can you imagine how far up the bird was and how precisely he had to yeah, he had to aim the poo to be able to land it on my arm? They say that's good luck, actually. Really? Yeah. Because what are the odds of that? Getting pooped on by a bird. So if it happens, I mean, maybe it's just a way to look at it. Do you think it it's does happen, greater but. or lesser than getting struck by lightning? Uh, odds are greater of getting pooped on. I would, I would think. You would think. You're yeah. just guessing. More birds here. in the air, more cover, more surface area than the lightning. Have maybe. you ever seen lightning strikes? Not. <laughs> they're not as crazy here as they are in other places. But all right, uh, either one. I guess I'd rather get pooped on by a bird if I had to choose. So uh, Trey Palmer doesn't like birds. You'd rather get struck by lightning. Stop If it. I could live to tell the tale, No, you yeah. don't get to choose that. A bird poop is not going to kill you. Well, no, but that would just be, I wouldn't like, t- I don't know. I wouldn't like that, but if I could strike struck by lightning and tell the tale, I would like go on talk shows But all you the don't time. get to choose. <laughs> you <laughs> you could like, be the choose. guy who lived. Like all Harry right. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a contrarian. Okay, coming up, Josh Allen. This Josh Allen, Monday's Josh Allen, best quarterback in the NFL. At me. It's after worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turn for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. It's 53 yards. He was on his own side of the field. Faster than a speeding bullet. They played man, um, didn't have a great man call on. So I decided to try to find a lane and uh, got, I don't know, 15, 20 yards downfield. And, you know, there's the, the, a lot of guys screaming slide and didn't slide and scored. So it worked out that time. 
<laughs> this is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Absolutely one of our candidates for TD of the week. Physical, tough. He's a tank. He will truck guys. But then he's also got speed. He's a rare combination of speed and power and moxie, too. And this Josh Allen, the one that we saw on Monday against the Steelers, I know the defense was missing T.J. Watt, but you can't spot them a pair of turnovers, not on their own field. So the 14 points off turnovers turn out to be the margin of victory for these Buffalo Bills. There was no place to circle the wagons in the parking lot or in the stands because there was so much snow, but it was cool. And the opening drive was like a blast right in the face of the Steelers as well. An 80-yard touchdown drive, and the reason I highlight it and going backwards is because there were chunk plays. They started there. If I remember correctly, there were three different plays in that opening drive that went more than 10 yards. And Josh Allen was working the ball around to Dalton Kincaid and Stephon Diggs and then Dawson Knox for the TD. The rope he fired to Kincaid for a second touchdown. Perfect. And while the Steelers did find some footing and were able to score a couple of touchdowns, once they established the run a little more, but they really... They just couldn't climb out of the hole that they dug for themselves with the points off turnovers. And then the Khalil, uh, the Khalil, see, it's it's Tuesday morning, Khalil Shakir moment where he breaks out of the tackle, what appeared to be a tackle from Minka Fitzpatrick, stays on his feet, keeps his balance, and then scampers the rest of the way for the touchdown. I mean, the, there were moments for these bills where you thought where I thought I won't put words in your mouth where I thought wow this is the the team that they were expected to be to start the season now they continue to lose members of their defense obviously the change with Ken Dorsey at offensive coordinator either gave them just a fresh perspective or maybe it served notice that no one's inexpendable no one's no one's in the clear, right? Everybody's job should be evaluated and everybody should be on notice. But certainly we've seen a freer locked in Josh Allen the last six games without the mistakes, without those moments where he's trying to win the entire game with one throw. And man, does he look good right now? That Josh Allen... That we saw on Monday, best quarterback in the NFL. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So they're the hottest team in the league right now, and they get to host the Chiefs next weekend in the divisional round. It's almost a, a sense of our breath of fresh air, knowing that everybody's in the same position that we are. We've we have been, you know, win or go home, and um, to be in that situation, like I said, the the, the dividends that it's going to pay off. Um, and I think you kind of saw that tonight of, you know, we were cool, calm, and collected, and nobody nobody blinked, and we just kind of went out there and did our job, and we're going to con- need to continue to do that. Bill's Mafia showed up. I know that there wasn't always uh, clean seats to sit on, uh, but it didn't seem like it mattered to them. So nah. uh, I applaud, applaud Bill's Mafia for, for showing up the way that they did in the fashion that they did. I do too, and I'm jealous. I would have loved to be there, but not without a shirt or without long sleeves and a coat.
I do still do not understand. I'm waiting for some explanation about why, why, and and for what anyone would ever show up in an atmosphere like that with no shirt. So I did get a call a little earlier from Buffalo. They didn't hang on the line, but he said, I forgot his name. He said, that's just what we do in Buffalo. That's just what we do? That's what he said. We dive bomb on tables, and we, we, although I didn't notice that it was the majority of the fans, we show up without our shirts at a playoff game. That's what we do. Okay. All right. Frostbitten parts on this Tuesday morning, but at least they come with a win. They do that. <laughs> Frostbitten parts. <laughs> yeah, really amazing uh, to just to see the way the Bills performed. And like I say, you can't make the mistakes the Steelers did and then recover from them. Really just being on the road and they already know they're offensively challenged. What about the future now? I mean, people are already asking Mike Tomlin. He walked out of the press conference. He's got one year left on his contract. A woman broached the idea of his future. And he, oh, with a Tomlin look on his face, like if looks could kill. And yeah, he he wouldn't answer the question, which I wouldn't either. But it seems like a lot of them right now are, are thinking about the future. Well, trying not to think about the future, I guess. I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, none of us in there know what's going to happen tomorrow, much less next year. So um, <clears throat> in a sort of, you know, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about the game and the loss, and it hurts and it stings. To me, the question is not about Mike Tomlin. It's not replacing Mike Tomlin. It's about the quarterback position. Is Kenny Pickett? Still a project worth investing in? Can he stay healthy next season? Because that was part of the issue. What about the OC? What do they want to do there? Do they want to find someone else besides Mitch or Mason? I mean, I think Mason's earned a job. If not a starting job, he's earned a job there or somewhere. They've got a lot of questions to answer, but Mike Tomlin's not one of them. Again, feel free to at me on Twitter, A Law Radio. I'll have this conversation up one side and down another. Also on our Facebook page, coming up, a eulogy for the Philadelphia Eagles with our friend John Kincaid, who will. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Have some opinions, I've no doubt. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Seconds will come off the clock, and the Eagles have not just been beaten. They have been taken apart. They have been just brought to their knees by the Tampa Bay Bucks. The final score, the Tampa Bay Bucks, 32, the Eagles, 9. As disappointing a conclusion to a season as you can ever find. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It was stunning to watch, even as it was unfolding during the end of the regular season. I still wasn't expecting this exit from the Philadelphia Eagles. Merrill Reese with the cold, hard truth on Eagles radio out in the wild card round, and we will have a new NFC champion. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. To help us deliver the eulogy for the Eagles, a friend who never holds back and, in fact, specializes in uncomfortable radio, John Kincaid, who's getting ready for his own show on 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia, dealing with snow. Hello. Yeah, well, they told us we were getting like two inches. We ended up probably like four, five, six, depending on where you are, and it is a mess out there this morning. Ooh. But I don't think anybody's thinking about it. <laughs> I think everybody's thinking about the mess they saw last night down in Tampa, which was absolutely a disgrace, Amy. What happened? How do they go from 10-1 and one to that disaster? Well, I think what happened is 10-1 is and one was a bit of a mirage, but when you beat Buffalo, and you beat Dallas, and you beat Miami, and you beat Kansas City, it's not like you were just getting lucky and it was just, you know, you were a bad team that was winning these games. Uh, I think at some point there was a severe disconnect. And for what I'm hearing from people who cover the team on a daily basis, I'm not reporting that the, there was a big disconnect between the head coach, the offensive coordinator and the quarterback Jalen hurts uh, as far as what offense they wanted to run, how they wanted to do it. And uh, I believe that the head coach fell on the sword for the inexperienced offense coordinator and Brian Johnson, who somehow is getting head coaching interviews. I have no idea what these NFL teams are watching. If they're interviewing the Eagles offensive coordinator, because he was responsible for calling the plays. He was responsible for feel of the game. And last night, Troy Aikman literally took apart Nick Sirianni and this coaching staff with his analysis. I thought it was very fair. I thought it was one of the best color analyst jobs I've ever heard on a, uh, a game of that magnitude. When you think about the identity, and we've heard that word a bunch with the Eagles, what is the best fit for them? Because last year it was running the ball and stopping the run, but that's not what they were able to do this season. No, I think they were pass happy. I think Nick Sirianni, remember, remember when Nick Sirianni started with the Eagles, he was, he was calling the plays for the first seven games of the 2021 season with Jalen Hurts. He was having him pass 40, 50 times a game. It was stupid. It was ridiculous. And then he turned over play calling to Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen takes over. They go 9-8. and eight. They were run heavy, like two-thirds run, and they make the playoffs that year. Then, last year, of course, they go to the Super Bowl with Steichen, with Gannon, and he lost his coordinators. And honestly, the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> Nick, Sir- Nick, Nick Sirianni's been exposed. 
without without solid coordinators, without coordinators that were ready for it. And I blame the organization, though, in a way that they allowed that they went with two inexperienced uh, defensive and offense coordinators that I think cost this team. Not to mention the fact that they doubled down on old Amy, and it's something that the Eagles never did in the past, never did under Andy Reid, never usually do under Howie Roseman. They doubled down all the guys they were bringing in this offseason that they were bringing back were all guys above the age of 30. That was not the organization's philosophy for a hell of a long time. And for some reason, I think they went with the nostalgia tour thinking, we were tied in the Super Bowl with 30 seconds to go. We're just going to roll it back and this thing's going to work. They didn't realize everybody's going to adjust to you and your two new coordinators were not up to the challenge. So where do they start? Oh, I think they start with a head coach. I really do. <gasps> and it's going to sound crazy. It's going it to sound is. crazy. It is but crazy. I got, but I, I got to tell you right now, I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. And so this is just me. This is just my opinion. This is the uncomfortable part. I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. Because when you have a 10-1 football team, and you have the talent that the Eagles have on that roster, and you see a collapse of 1-6 down the stretch, and you weren't even competitive Honestly, in like four of your last six games, to me, that is absolutely inexcusable. And I would start with the head coach, and I would have no problem seeing them move on. And I believe a complete house cleaning of the coaching staff is necessary. And I have no no doubt they would be able to attract a top-notch candidate who would look at the roster and say, wait a minute, I got A.J. Brown, I got Devontae Smith, I got Jalen Hurts, I got uh, Dallas Goddard. Oh, I can win with this team. And I think that's the big deal. John Kincaid, are you serious? So take away the fact that he was a brand-new head coach. They they made the playoffs all three seasons. They went yes. to the Super Bowl. Yep. Maybe he made some poor hires. Okay, so you – I mean, I'd, I'd never like the Matt Patricia hire. But whatever, he made some poor hires. You seriously would take all of that and shuck it out the window? I would absolutely do so, except none of the – windows in this building open they, because and, it's, and that's very lucky on a day like this because there'd be people out on the ledges amy yes oh. because amy my mom my mom taught me something as and 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 taught me a life lesson that i've tried to follow she says when you make a mistake fix it when you make a mistake when you have an error fix it don't keep thinking oh i you know it'll get better it'll just rip off the band-aid fix the mistake you'll it'll be more painful in the immediate, yes. but it'll be less painful in the long term. And I truly believe, I do not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. The man speaks in Dick Sporting Goods t-shirt slogan. <laughs> he had no answers. He has a 10 and one team. He's your, you know what Nick Sirianni is? is he's, he's supposed to be an offensive like guy. That's the guy they brought in here to be the head coach. When, when his play calling, when the play calling by Brian Johnson was terrible and the offense wasn't working, Nick Sirianni, I described it the other day. He was sitting in seat 11A, and Brian Johnson is the pilot, and it's not, and he's passed out, and the plane's going to go. And they say, is anyone on here a pilot? And Nick Sirianni sat there in row 11A, and he just sits and looks and goes, oh, no, I can't take the wheel, because I believe if he had taken the wheel and he had started calling plays, he would have driven them right into the Andes faster. They would have went into the mountains much faster. So morbid.
It's macabre, very hey, macabre. It, it was a movie I just saw, though, where I just saw about a, a plane going into the Andes. Nice. It's the okay. only thing I got for you this morning. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio and John Kincaid, who's clearly fired up, which is good because he's going to need oh, that yeah. to handle the Fuhrer in Philly uh, on this Tuesday morning. Okay, so after Nick Sirianni, whether that happens or doesn't, what about personnel? What about the roster would you address? Well, I think that it's clear from postgame comments that it would appear that Jason Kelsey, barring a, a major miracle, is walking away. He's going to retire. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, players were, uh, Coach Sirianni, uh, Jalen Hurts, and others giving tributes in the locker room to what kind of a leader Jason Kelsey is. So I got a weird feeling that we're going to see Jason, you know, hang him up. Uh, I would guess TD is his next stop. Um, and, mm-hmm. and to me, though, other than that, they're, they're, they they got to make a few moves. They're going to have to they're going to have to make a few decisions. But they've got to they have so many spots in this roster that are actually fixed, that are actually okay. That I don't think it's going to be a problem if they bring in a competent head coach and some coordinators who know what they're doing. When this team had two guys who now coach in Indianapolis and Arizona as their coordinators, mm-hmm. again they were tied in the Super Bowl with 30 seconds to go with almost the exact same roster and so to me that's a little crazy that it fell off as much as it did cj gardner johnson was a loss uh that they let him go and then he ends up getting injured that was a loss uh to this team but they didn't lose that much and 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 james bradbury i honestly i i'd pay for the movers I honestly, I'm offering right now. I'll pay for the movers because it was a horrible contract to sign. And I'm not doing 2020 hindsight. I said it at the time. I didn't want to go into the season with the oldest cornerback combo in the NFL. And they signed Slay and Bradbury to extensions last offseason after that Super Bowl. Both in their 30s, I thought it was a mistake. We have put this poll up on our Twitter. We've been talking about it because we're hearing that Bill Belichick interviewed in Atlanta. And for the life of me, and I'm not being snarky, I don't know why he would take that job unless they've offered him complete autonomy. But you've got Belichick, you've got Harbaugh, Pete Carroll maybe wants to coach again, and then you've also got Mike Vrabel among veteran coaches. Any one of those be a fit? Oh, you never know. I mean, you know, it's it's the Eagles tend to hire a guy who's a first-time head coach. <laughs> Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, uh, Chip Kelly, um, uh, Nick Sirianni. So that tends to be their slogan, you know, what they go with. They want a guy that they can have a modicum of control over. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Howie Roseman is going to bring in some power broker that is going to dictate things. And to that Atlanta thing with Bill Belichick, I can tell you this, and you know from a long history of covering that team, talking about that team for right. a living when I lived in the South, I have no idea why Bill Belichick yeah, would work for Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank is one of the most meddlesome owners in the NFL. He's a guy that used to have his head coach have to take opportunities to go and have meetings with him to talk about game plans and things like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, meddlesome ownership. And if Bill Belichick is willing to do that at this point in time, I'd be absolutely surprised. Agreed. So if it's not the Eagles, though, among those four, uh, who do you think you would take? Let's just say we're talking about, I don't know, another the Seattle. Well, well the, not Pete well, Carroll. The, but. The, guy, the, guy who fit, the guy who fits Philly most of all would be Jim Harbaugh. That, that, that's the guy who I think fits. He would have no problem handling this city, and he'd have no problem doing it. And by the way, Nick Sirianni did not have a problem handling the city. But again, 
the dude speaks in fortune cookies. Uh, I mean, he, he just is like, it, 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 it's, it's like Ted Lasso. And I've called him Ted Lasso before. I said, that's his whole thing. It's, it's feel good, motivating. And look, when he has competent coordinators, he can be the Bobby Bowden type the last 15 years of Bobby Bowden where he's the cheerleader, he's the administrator, he's the rah-rah guy. You can do that. But when the team needs answers and things mm. need to be fixed, your head coach has to be ready to answer the call, and he was clearly not up to the challenge. All right. It's a, a veter- veritable explosion in Philadelphia this morning. So find John on Twitter at John <laughs> Kincaid, K-I-N-C-A-D-E. Our longtime friend, well, my longtime yes. friend, uh, now with 97.5 The Fanatic, uncomfortable radio at its finest. I can't miss this show. Excited. Thank you so much oh, for a coming. couple of minutes. Oh, I know. <laughs> See you, Amy. Take Bye. care. <laughs> he used to make a slogan out of uncomfortable radio, and now he just delivers it on a regular basis, and I knew he would not hold back. But that is the question. So we've got the poll up. And whether it's Philadelphia or any of the other coaching jobs, Atlanta, Carolina, Los Angeles, of course, Seattle. Uh, there's there's not New England. They've already got their guy in Gerard Mayo. But which of the veteran championship coaches would you take? Belichick, Harbaugh, Carroll, if you're interested. Mike Vrabel, he won a title as a player. So find that poll on Twitter, A-Law Radio. We've got the TD of the week as well. We'll talk to you tonight. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.